you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Welcome to Best of Pop Coach, where we are sharing our most popular episodes to date. I'm so excited to have a way to continue to connect and serve you while I'm on a much-needed sabbatical. So toes up, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, this is Sharon Smago. Welcome back to Pop Coach Life. Um, you can find me at popcoach.life. I'm on Instagram, Getter, uh, Facebook, Twitter. So check me out. And welcome to the podcast. And I have my buddy here again today, Sue Vasquez. So we're just going to have a girlfriend conversation. We've got some things on our heart and mind. And we just want to have a conversation and let you guys kind of listen in on our conversation a little bit. And I hope you take something away from it that has some meaning for you. And what we want to start having some conversations about this will hopefully be a series, that's the goal, is purposes for shaking an object. And that resonates with me strongly because I feel like there's so much that we walk through in our day-to-day lives and sometimes um, experiences that are outside of the ordinary struggle that Mm -hmm. are harder. I know we've talked about grief and loss and illness in our families and some of that stuff. And it's really had me thinking about this idea of, you know, we're shaken, mm-hmm. like, well, which I, is good if you're a martini, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think um, it's an interesting topic, too, because that is something that you maybe initially view as like, that means something's wrong or bad. Mm-hmm. And so to bring light to it and say, what is the purpose of it and what... Is there something good coming from it? Is, yeah, because there... even when you say it, I'm like, I don't want to be shaken. Right. I just Nobody want to avoid that. that. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, right. I think earthquake almost. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever been in an earthquake? I have not. I have. My sister has been, but I have not. And I was not in a, it was fairly high on the Richter scale. It was unusual for where I lived at the time. And I was very young. So in this weird way, I thought it was very cool. But, you know, I'm not very young anymore. And I think of being in a situation like that, even physically, like in an earthquake. But I feel like um, I've walked some roads in my life that feel like proverbial earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And even when you say that, I'm like, yeah, I know I get to deal with it, but like, do I have to? Maybe I don't really want to. Well, I think what's interesting about it is being shaken is alerting you to something and whether it's you're going to take something positive away from that or take just the negative away from it. So being shaken as a, you know, the earthquake, like you said, you like you're being alerted to something and you're either going to walk away with all of this, you know, you get shaken in life and you're either going to walk away thinking like all these things are wrong, you know, or maybe 
as we're going to talk about, maybe there's more that you can do. Yep. I always say I can't control everything I go through. Um, and I teach this a lot. You know, we can't control everything we go through, but we have some control over how we choose to respond mm-hmm. to what we're going through, mm-hmm. which ties into this. And so there are five uh, premises here, purposes for shaking an object. These are not mine. Um, these are from the author John Bevere, if anybody wants to check him out and read some of his stuff. Um, and this is coming out of, I think he said, if I recall, I think his wife came up with this particular information. Hmm. Um, it's out of a book called The Bait of Satan. It's a really good book. Um, and the first purpose for being shaped, for shaking an object, let me say it that way, because that's how it, she wrote it, is to bring it closer to its foundation. And I think of that as kind of, have I mm, gotten, I think in terms of terra firma, foundation, earth. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where I feel like it's kind of time to soar and fly for a while. But if I stay in that pattern too long, I lose a sense of that terra firma or my mm-hmm. roots, my foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's an opportunity to reset or regroup. That's the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking that, like, just as you were saying that, too, that, um, you know, the idea of, like, us trying to, like, balance and navigate something and how much easier that is if we're standing firmly and on our Mm. foundation. And so that idea of, like, okay, so now you've been shaken. Okay, Mm -hmm. what were you kind of teetering on? What was going on that you really just need to be standing solidly on something again. And so that reset, like you're saying, like maybe just getting back to um, just being on something firm, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So that's kind of what I was thinking when you're like, the idea of being shaken, like maybe whatever this is, if I, you know, if I've been shaken up emotionally from something thinking maybe it's because I wasn't as solid and grounded in what I needed to be grounded on, you know? Yes. Or, and mm-hmm. rooted, like mm-hmm. being like a tree rooted right. by the water. Right. Speeding the right things up through the root system, the deeper the root system, the more stable the tree. So even if the ground is shaken, it doesn't mean that tree will never be uprooted. But, but generally speaking, more often than not, I think a healthy tree that is well-rooted is more likely to remain standing even when everything else around it is shaken up or broken. Like, I mean, there's so many things popping in my mind right now, just with current events and things like that. So you think about something that Mm -hmm. might shake you up, like financially, you know, maybe something happens and you finances that you thought were going to be there now, like are suddenly gone, you know, and you're shook because you're like, how, you know, how is this? And so that idea of getting back to the foundation of like, okay, what is foundationally important with this picture of how to get, how to navigate, you know, mm-hmm. like what, and it, you have sh- shelter and food and things like that. So you kind of get back to that foundation of, okay, like my family's okay. We're okay. You know, and we'll get through this, even though finances are not, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe, I don't know. There's just so many things that pop in my head that are like, okay, sometimes I've had to reset and be like, this is what's important. So it's kind of that idea. I took something to like, what really matters. Right. Yeah. Sort of that question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think about like what we've been through. So for a lot of people, maybe 
if they're listening, it's, you know, they're thinking about COVID, quarantine, the stuff with schools because of quarantine, illness, um, good night, we're sort of coming out of the COVID stuff and now inflation, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think of all the memes even that I'm posting about, right. you know, buying a tank of gas, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. going and getting a right. loan to buy a tank of gas, some of that stuff. So circumstances are always changing. Um because even if I, if you said, Sharon, okay, so that's all happening right now. When is a time when all the circumstances you felt like were lined up and you had a piece about that? I would, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that that ever happens. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know if I like sitting with that, but yeah. it is what it is. And to realize to me, that goes right into, you know, where it helps us reset, regroup, but also that awareness of, joy cannot be about our circumstances. Right, exactly. I was just having this conversation Mm -hmm. with someone yesterday about, you know, what's kind of sort of the idea, or the, you know, idea of happiness, idea of joy. Is there really a difference between the two? And we actually looked up some definitions trying to kind Mm -hmm. of go, hey, what is this? Interesting, yeah. And happiness kind of leaned a little more, I felt like, into this idea of the circumstances, and the stability of something that makes you happy being there over time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's great. But when has that ever happened in my life? And I'm still thinking about that. I still don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah. But the joy is where I can do what you're talking about. When I can peel back the circumstances that are uncomfortable or I don't like and say, but my needs are met. And I'm firmly rooted mm-hmm. and God's got me. I, I don't have to live in worry. Mm-hmm. Um, it might even be as simple as a moment where I'm at the office and it's quiet. And all of a sudden I hear this one little bird that landed on the carport out here and is just singing like he's got not a care in the world. And I get he's got bird brain. But we're, <laughs> yeah. I also get that we're encouraged to understand if that bird can be taken care of, and we're much more cherished, mm-hmm. then what are we worrying about? So it's kind of interesting. So mm-hmm. I think of then resetting, regrouping, um, a lot of R words here, rooted. Right. <laughs> reevaluating mm-hmm. is kind of what you were talking about and understanding yeah. what matters, what's important. And I think a lot of the circumstances I can get caught up in worrying about really don't have the power to alter the fact that I love my family, they love me. Mm-hmm. We've got a dry, knock on wood, right? A dry roof over our heads um, that I don't like inflation. I don't like that things have gone up a third of the price in a year or whatever that is, but I still have enough to eat. Right. You know, it's I, not about all the things I want to control or have go my way. Mm-hmm. I have one more R word and related to what you're saying as reflection i think like yeah. when you're sh- when you, when you get shaken it you can enter a time of reflection and really think about like you said your family you're you're thinking about like those things of like what's you know mm-hmm. what what are those foundational things and and you can reflect on those and that's how you find joy you know is is looking at that instead of you know i think happiness and joy could be a whole uh, oh, that's a big one, a huh? Topic in itself. <laughs> but um, yeah, I always think of when I think of that image, I think of like happiness is like 
you know, getting a lollipop or something or a thing of cotton candy, like, and you're happy, but that is not going to sustain you, <laughs> you know? No, but I might want have... 10 lollipops mm-hmm. and it might make me happy, but I'm probably not going to like the results. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so yeah. that, that could be, that's a whole. God, we're pretty smart together when we just start talking something <laughs> through. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, so purposes for shaking an object And today we talked about this idea of to bring it closer to its foundation, which involves apparently a lot of R words. So help me with those. Reset, regroup, reflect. There was one more. There was probably two or three more. But you get the idea if you're listening. So it's an opportunity. So instead of, so I guess I'm going to propose that instead of being afraid of bring being shaken, which I think is a natural instinct to let it teach us that there's Mm -hmm. some foundational things. Maybe we need to come back to, it could be as simple as maybe I don't have everything I want, but are my needs met? Right. Do I have love in my Mm -hmm. life? Do I have joy? Um, So we don't have to be afraid of being shaken because it actually has much to teach us Mm -hmm. and it can kind of, clean up the landscape maybe a little bit in our thinking for sure and being, yes being alerted to something i think like that's the word that kind of pops in my head is being alerted to something is different than responding mm-hmm. just with being afraid so you don't have to have the initial like recognize that it's mm-hmm. happened for sure but what now does that mean instead of just being afraid right away i like it i alert. like it so yeah. we're talking about we can choose to to hear the signal feel that signal in our mm-hmm. lives and we can choose to respond to it instead of just reacting out of fear and insecurity exactly. we can kind of step back and say hey it's signaling me mm-hmm. what do i need to take a look at mm-hmm. i like it exactly so thanks for joining us if this topic intrigues you we're going to go ahead we've got um, four more points under that that we want to bring to you just a short podcast at a time and share that information with you and thank you sue for joining me i love 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 love. we could sit in a coffee shop for forever i feel like and just keep going and going as we have and there's so much so thank you for uh being willing to take time to come do these with me because i know you don't have to so thank you it's fun I enjoy you. you. Thanks for me having me here. So this is Sue Vasquez. She's kind of awesome. I'm Sharon Smaga, and this is Pop Coach Life, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.